Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to the Discipline series. Today, we will be covering episode two, which is devoted specifically to setting clear and achievable goals. In the first episode of the series, we discussed the differences, similarities, and in general, the interplay and coordination of motivation and discipline. If you didn't have a chance to listen, go back and listen to that one uh, at the end of this. I think it's pretty good. It's a good um, foreshadowing for this episode. It was devoted to the definitions of both motivation and discipline and a powerful start, whereas now our goal for the remainder of the series is to get as specific as possible and help you all narrow down your focus to really hone in on both setting clear and achievable goals while building discipline in the process. I'm excited to begin episode two today, and I really hope uh, we'll build some momentum. Um, I know I am right now with my goals, so let's begin and let's get you off on the right foot here. So let's begin with understanding effective goal setting. Let's start our discussion today with the SMART criteria. Perhaps some of you have heard of this before. SMART is an acronym, which stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Now, this is a robust framework for effective goal setting, but we're going to dive into each of these factors one by one, really to parse them out and to understand them better. Specificity ensures clarity. And once you become as clear as possible on your goal, then you can begin to move forwards with it. The Stoics used to say, if you don't know where you're sailing, then no wind is favorable, right? So what does that look like for you? Do you know that you want to be happy, successful, rich, or you know, get a new job? Well, what specifically will make you happy, rich, feel successful, or what job will fulfill you, right? Next, measurable. This is an important one. How do you quantify your goal? If you know specifically that you want to run a marathon, lose weight, earn money, then how much? If you want to set a goal to run a marathon, how many miles specifically per week do you need to run to get into shape? How much weight do you have to lose in order to be happy? How much money do you have to earn per month to get out of debt and begin saving for retirement or that vacation you've always wanted to go on? Having specific and measurable goals is crucial to achieving your goals. So to recap so far, we have our specific and measurable goals. Next is achievable. This is massively important. Within a given time frame or within the confines of our given circumstances, what can you realistically achieve? Listen, I'm all for setting unreasonably high goals, and I think you should too, but also being realistic in the setting that is achievable is important. I personally want to qualify for the Boston Marathon, and that's going to be a tough goal, but it is achievable. I run every day and I've run almost 60 marathons at this point. So I've run the distance before. Now it's time for me really just to hone in on training to build up speed. But I didn't say anything about breaking the marathon world record. That I really don't think for me personally is achievable, given the fact that I'm much taller and about 50 pounds heavier than the current world record holder. And he runs about a full hour and a half faster than I do. I just don't think that's achievable just as an example. However, for you, what scares you, but realistically, you know, that goal is achievable. Maybe not right now or next week, but perhaps next year or the year after. Do you want to start a podcast, travel the world, start a company, save for retirement, 
lose weight, get abs, start a charity, whatever it is on your mind, jot it down. Next, relevant. Is your goal relevant to your current interest in life? If you're a teacher who on the side loves animals and you live in the United States, yet your goal is to open up the best rice farm in China, that's not super relevant given the confines of where you might be in the US. I know it's an abstract example, but you get my point. Make it relevant. Lastly, in our smart goal system is time. I love this one, and this truly lends support to Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law is the idea that you will fill the amount of time given. So the most effective way of accomplishing a task is to give yourself a shorter deadline because you will inevitably beat it. But if you have an unknown or an undetermined deadline, then you'll just procrastinate forever because there's essentially no incentive to get moving. So time, when is the realistic timeline of you accomplishing your goal? Next, the power of clarity. Clarity in goals is like a compass. It provides both direction and focus. When your goals are crystal clear, you know exactly where you're headed. They talk about this in the sense of 10xing your life, that it's easier to 10x than 2x your life, because saying you're going to 10x a goal will require you to zone in specifically on the task at hand and say goodbye and bypass just about everything else. An example is a, an example of this is if you want to specifically lose 25 pounds over the next three months and run a half marathon at the end of those three months, being clear on this goal can force you to not sit down and watch TV after work. You'll forego any alcohol and sugary drinks and get the proper amount of sleep to ensure that you are recovered from that day and prepared for the next day's workouts. If, however, you just wanted to lose weight without a timeline and specificity as to how much, and you didn't have that race coming up, you could always have an excuse as to why you don't need extra sleep, why another episode of Netflix won't hurt your goals, and why having that second or even third beer won't hurt in the long run. So getting crystal clear on your goals helps you define your day because all your actions will either directly help or hinder your progress towards achieving that goal. So now looking at some strategies for achievable goals. So setting achievable goals is crucial in maintaining and building discipline. Oftentimes, however, setting ambitious goals can seem overwhelming. If you want to lose 25 pounds or earn six figures per year or travel to all the United States national parks or run a marathon, these are all enormous but attainable goals. Breaking them down into smaller and more manageable steps, however, can make the, prog the process way more achievable. This is the secret behind the greatness of the Alabama football coach, Nick Saban, who has been said to focus on one thing and one thing only, and it's not winning, it's the process. Instead of thinking about going from A to Z, think about going from A to B, and then B to C, and then C to D, and so on. Because breaking down these mammoth tasks forces you to focus on one thing at a time. And when you inevitably crush each and every tiny little goal over time, not only do you build confidence and momentum, but day after day, you get closer and closer to achieving your goals. So instead of thinking about how many hours, days, weeks, and months it'll take you to write an entire book and get it published, focus on writing just one or two pages a day. After six months, if you write two pages a day, you have 365 pages finished. That's an entire book. 
and all you had to do was commit to writing two pages per day, which might take less than an hour. And you can spend the next six months, you know, editing and publishing. So just an hour a day or less can help you publish a book within the next year. And this isn't an over-exaggeration. It's just being realistic and optimistic, right? So I talked about this a lot in the marathon series. I said, yes, a marathon is 26.2 miles and around 50 to 55,000 steps, which is a lot. But if you do the run-walk-run method and are able to finish the race in five hours, seeing that a race typically begins 7 a.m. on a football Sunday, you could be done by 12, an hour before football starts, and then you could then go on to hang out with your friends, eat food, watch football all day long for like literally 10 hours of football. And, you know, the marathon's long gone, right? It's just like you made this small commitment in the beginning of the day, 7 a.m. to noon, and you have the whole rest of the day to relax. And you can go, wow, I watched 10 hours of football and I ran a marathon, right? So case in point, breaking down mammoth tasks into smaller and more achievable tasks make even the biggest and scariest goals that much more attainable. Lastly, challenges are inevitable in any journey and any journey towards achieving your goals. Progress is rarely a solidly straight line. It looks more like a squiggly line with a whole bunch of tangles in it, right? However, staying committed during the confusing and frustrating setbacks requires resilience and adaptability, which you will surely build up over time in route to accomplishing any challenge. It's essential to revisit and reassess goals periodically, adjusting them as circumstances change, because inevitably circumstances will change. You'll fall down, it'll rain, things will happen. But if you choose to just never give up, then you'll succeed eventually. It's like Thomas Edison. He, he always said that he was never a genius, despite what everyone around him was saying. However, it took him 10,000 experiments to finally come up with the filament for the light bulb. So if you think that you've tried everything to attaining your specific goal, did you try 10,000 different combinations to get it going? Probably not, right? So to conclude, set your SMART goals, the specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goals. This will help you get crystal clear on whatever it is you want to accomplish. Also, break down mammoth-sized tasks into smaller ones that help you focus on the process, or more specifically, making one small, attainable goal at a time. And lastly, embrace the struggle in the process. Things are going to be confusing, scary, and challenging. That's basically the point of life. It, it's about who we become in the process, right? So if, if life was easy, it would get bored right? It's like, you don't want to play basketball against a three-year-old kid because you'd beat them every single time. You want to play against someone who's just about your level because it's, it's exciting. It's competitive, right? That's the same thing with setting goals in life. So when a challenge arrives, greet it with open arms and a sense of patience and persistence and be proud in knowing that you will not be deterred because of some minor and insignificant setback. With that, we are going to end episode two of the Discipline Series. Thank you so much for sticking with me to the end. I have about a dozen goals that I am super stoked to begin making moves on, and I hope you do too. Make sure to tune in for episode three, where we will be discussing creating consistent routines. I do hope you enjoyed episode two on setting clear and achievable goals. If you like this, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. And until next time, keep rocking out and enjoy your 
day.